Hello and welcome to the Rewire podcast, a podcast that aims to rewire the real estate industry one story at a time. I'm your host, Sam McClary, and first off, an apology from me for being away for so long. But fear not, the Rewire podcast is back and it is back with a bang. Expect a flurry of episodes from us over the next month or so as we meet and learn more from our newest cohort of future female leaders. I met virtually, of course, with our first trio of future leaders last week to record the upcoming podcast. Now, I know that you are used to our pitch perfect recordings from the EG podcast studio, but alas, lockdown has kept us out of there. So we have recorded this over Teams. The audio quality isn't quite as perfect as I know you'd expect it to be, but the content quality most definitely is. Listen in as we find out a little bit more about what Zoe Sharp, Development Manager at Dandara, Amanda Lim, Head of Flexible Office Solutions at Knight Frank, and Natasha Traven, Senior Associate at Nuveen Real Estate, have learnt so far from the Future Female Leaders Programme and how they are coping with lockdown. I guess first off, everyone will want to know how you're all how you're all doing. How is is lockdown for you? Are you safe and well? Are you carrying on as as best as as normal, Zoe? How are you doing? Um, well, it's it's been an unusual one. That is um, absolutely uh, no doubt with that. Um, for me, actually, I uh, work from home generally. That is my normal setup, so not too much has changed in that respect. But <laughs> it is still business as normal, as normal as it can be. But I am missing the face to face meetings. I have to say. Mm-hmm. And uh, Amanda, for 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 you, how is how is life um, working from home? Um, yeah, it's it's been interesting. Um, <laughs> I've threatened to kill my husband once, <laughs> didn't do it, so so all good. Um, but but yeah, I'm just trying to relearn how to work. Um, I'm I'm very I'm a very social person, and you know we've we've always had. Um, the opportunity to work from home if we want it but I never really made use of it I think I probably work from home once every three months if I had you know a repairman coming or a big delivery that I had to be home for um so it's it's been challenging definitely and obviously running a team and trying to change the way you communicate um via phone or video chat is it's definitely been a difficult one but hmm. but no I think I'm now adapting so think- much that I haven't I haven't left the house for four days. <laughs> so I, I need to like relearn how to go outside again. <laughs> you have to actually get dressed and take your slippers <laughs> off. Yeah, I'm going from like <laughs> night pajamas to day pajamas. <laughs> I don't know if anyone else is with me. <laughs> I think we're all with you, uh, okay. <laughs> Natasha. How's life for you, for you in lockdown? Yeah, it's it's been kind of surreal to be honest because my work is sort of maintaining its same steady balance. A lot of what I do is more sort of in the execution side of things. So I don't have a client facing role, for example. So I don't necessarily have the you know the issues that some people are having that they can't actually do their their job. A lot of what I do can be done from home, but it's it feels so surreal in the sense that you know I've got a new workmate. As Amanda said, I'm working with my partner, and it's that can be challenging in itself and you know not being able to just wander over and ask people for for help or advice or anything is is a bit challenging and means things can take longer but on the whole it's been 
find from a work perspective is just getting your head around everything that's going on and and the impact it's having more broadly and on your friends and family it's that's the part that I'm more struggling with trying to trying to just get my head around the current situation it's 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 very difficult Mm. I guess it's all it's all about adaptation isn't it and uh, and that I suppose um to to bring us round to um being leaders is is a is a skill that that leaders definitely definitely need that we need to be able to uh, adapt to a situation and be able to to get the very best out of it out of our ourselves and out of our our teams as as well um, I'd be really keen to hear from you all um, to go back in time a little bit to that that first physical session um, that that you guys had um, with each other and um, with the um, ginger trainers. If you can remember remember back to what it was like, sort of in, engaging with people um, in real life. Uh, what was what was that session like? How did you feel walking into into the room, knowing that you know there's already been one cohort that's gone gone through this, but entirely fresh to to you guys, uh, uh, Amanda? What was that like for you? Sorry, I had to unmute myself. <laughs> um, I think I think I I probably don't speak for myself, and it's probably the same as what everyone felt. There's there's an immense amount of pressure um, when you look through what the last cohort did. Um, they were all excellent and such incredible individuals, and and the delivery of their presentation was so great that when you walked into that room, knowing what could be or what the expectations are. Um, there was just a lot of pressure to, you know, just be half as good. And and I think I said this in the written um, interview that we did previously. It's it's just about not wanting to fail people around you. And by the end of the day, knowing how incredible the, the rest of the cohort are and, and all the women that you've met, you almost sort of go off. Oh, I don't want to be the, the one bad egg that brings everyone down. Sure, sure. And did, by the end of that first session, though, did you feel that you could understand? Oh, okay. Here's the here's how the learning works. And actually, I'm not going to let anyone down because I know that um, there are there are tricks to the this trade and yeah. there are skills that I'm going to learn. Yeah, absolutely. I think you learn so much from one of those physical training sessions with Ginger that I mean I'll do it every week now if I could see them in person yeah um you you definitely learn that it takes so much more than just being confident and having time to prepare for a presentation um there, there are lots of other parts that make up a good presentation and you know being able to deliver it well and I haven't you know I, I can't explain it but through one session it's just made me realise there's just so many different sort of moving elements um, to being a good presenter or a good speaker. Mm. And Natasha, I, I guess both you and Amanda have, um, I don't know whether it's a, a added benefit or an added pressure in that, um, you know, you both had um, members of your company that went through um, the the training last year. So there's, there's people for you to talk to, but there's also people that you've you you know you've almost got to be better than I suppose um how how does that (laughs) how does that um sit with you I suppose 
Well, I mean, Mary did such an amazing job last year, and she we were fortunate enough that she presented to our company as a whole at our um, end of year seminar. So everyone in the business got to see what a great job she did, which, as you say, does add that additional layer of pressure because she, you know, she did so well. But having having that resource that I can go and talk to her and see how the training went, you know, even before applying, sort of speaking to her and seeing what she thought of the training and how it went was really really useful and um yeah she's been a great support so i think whilst the, the pressure's certainly on as amanda says it's it is exciting to you know she's sort of explained how far she came from the start of the program to the end it is exciting to, to hope to be able to you know emulate that and follow that sort of um that sort of training so you can eventually quite enjoy speaking and and do a great job um as as the previous cohort did Mm-hmm. It's definitely important to enjoy it. Um, uh, yeah. Zoe, <laughs> Zoe, for for you, this is this is brand brand new. I mean, uh, you will have seen everything that people went through last year um, when we had our launch at, at Savills, and we got to meet some of the the previous cohort. How how was that that first session for you, being entirely entirely new to it? um yeah a little bit overwhelming to start Mm -hmm. with um but I would say by the end of that first day that first full day and meeting everyone and our trainers it was just such a buzz to see what all of us had achieved by the end of the day and that we had I think all of us had done things that we didn't think that we'd have been able to do at the start so the baby steps that we were taken on by Ginger I think resulted for all of us in one sort of giant leap of faith by the end. I think it was probably um, not communicated between the cohort that that's what happened. But I definitely think with our second session, which went online, I think there was a real bonding experience that happened just because of the wider global pandemic issues that were going on. But there was a real, okay, we're in this together. It isn't about one person letting the side down we are a team absolutely and I think that was certainly something that um, was born out of cohort number one in that you know the real um, the real benefit that I saw that came out of out of this program wasn't the confidence that everyone gained by being able to you know do those fantastic presentations with no notes no nothing in front of a huge amount of people and like absolutely knock it out the ballpark it was the fact that these these women had created a network within themselves that a bond that is so strong and that they everyone learned about different parts of the the industry and and now working together and and in you know sharing that um knowledge even even wider so i think i think you're right zoe the 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 team bonding that that sort of strength in in numbers uh, is a really important part of of the program um you mentioned there the the second um a training session which did have to be done virtually um I'd be keen to find out from you one how, how that went and what what lessons you're you're learning through through those sessions so so far and whether that's um you know there are new skills to be learned when we when we do these things virtually or whether um the sort of physicality of of learning to be a future leader of that that public speaking is is really important. Uh, Natasha, 
sure. Yeah. So we the the first virtual session we did. I don't know if everyone agrees, but it actually, as Zoe said, because you sort of are all in this together, having that session where you could do something positive was really, really uplifting. So to see everyone's faces and and have you know be able to discuss something that's a really positive thing that we're working towards, I found a really uplifting experience because it was quite early on in the lockdown and you know, there's a lot of discussion around when is this going to end, what is going to happen. So it's nice to actually pivot away from just thinking about those sorts of issues and, and how businesses are affected and actually work towards something really positive. And, you know, working virtually is quite challenging. So it's quite good to have a, a whole day of being able to try and communicate effectively via, via the webcam and, and virtually in terms of practicing in your day to day. But I actually, one of the things I found really useful from it is there was, you know, if you're going to try something a bit new and a bit different that you might be a little bit intimidated to try, sometimes it can be easier to do it on a webcam or something along those lines rather than being in person. So mm. actually, I found it quite useful to to trial a couple of things and having it be recorded and actually force myself to watch myself back <laughs> was also really useful. It's not something that you know you naturally want to do unless it's sort of pushed in front of you so actually having that as a resource to watch back and and try and build upon um some you know, new techniques is, is, was really useful as well excellent uh, amanda what does that ring true for you are there any um sort of lessons that you didn't think you'd learn from a, a virtual session that you that you have taken away um yeah i think learning to to properly focus and not try to multitask was was probably the key thing <laughs> to take away from that day um as natasha said it was quite early on so there was still quite a lot of panic calls and emails that i was getting from clients and and team members and i had some a, a couple of them really sick um during that period as well mm. so um all of that playing in the back of my head whilst trying to focus on um, the training was, to be honest, quite difficult for me. But the social interaction and being able to see the rest of the girls and, you know, have a chat and, and just being able to understand where everyone is, that was that was just what I needed that week. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how to explain it, but when you're sort of day in and out, just talking about work and to your work colleagues and you know you don't really see anyone else just having that social interaction even though it's training and with Jojo and 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 the ginger team it it was still it didn't feel like work It, it felt like more social side of your life than it did um your work side of your life if if that makes any sense it does make sense. I totally get it. Um, yeah. <laughs> and you know the the um, the ginger the ginger team are always um, pretty uplifting and um, uh, and uh, positive, forward look forward looking. So um, yeah, they, I, they were I, a bundle of joy to work with. <laughs> um, we'll have to calm them down, maybe. Um, Zoe, for 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 you looking looking forward, um, do you think this this moment in time is going to help you um, come up with, I guess, that really powerful um, story to tell at the at the end of all all this? Or are you thinking that yeah, actually there's there's other things that we need to we need to be talking about that you need to use your voice and this this platform to to spread spread the message? 
Um, I, I'm feeling really positive about it and I'm really looking forward to the rest of the programme. I think um, actually, strangely, with what's going on that's out of our control is sending us all on a journey. So um, e.g. all of the cohort and, and the uh, sponsors and Ginger and everyone's having to adapt to see how we can make this work as best as possible. So um, there's there's natural collaboration going on just between all of us about how we all get the best out of this. So um, no, at the moment, I think is everything's on a really great trajectory to see us all uh, or give us the best that we possibly can to deliver what we can in the best way possible as well. So. I guess my own personal challenge is I'm discovering that I've got a lot to say. So trying to condense that into 10 minutes is my biggest challenge at the moment. Uh, I think that was a, a key challenge last year as well. Lots of people had um, realised that once they um, once it was OK to talk and, and say what you feel, um, there's a there's a whole there's a whole lot inside that needs to come out. Yeah, it's re- it's really weird, and I think that part of this process is to just do that, and as well in the safety of of the cohort that we are and the setup that we're in, there is that safe place to do it, get it all out, and then I think those clear messages will come through. Um, so it does it. It just feels like a a safe space to do that, and I think also um just generally because I kind of kept it on the down low that I was doing this and now that it's all out in the public domain I've had a real wave of support from all parts of the industry um mentors uh you know youngsters all sorts and and yeah it's a bit of a Bristol massive as well so it's all it's all been really positive that's wonderful to hear and and as a as a group are you are you sort of sharing all of those ideas and and realizing that you've both you've all got um sort of common common themes, common challenges, common um, uh, motivators? Are, are you learning uh, about each other and about each other's businesses and seeing connections that that you can make, Amanda? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think in the first session alone, when I was listening to what Zoe had to say and what her topic was potentially going to be about and what she does, I just sat there and stared at her, I think, for like a good four minutes of the whole time she was speaking because I I had no idea whatsoever um, about what she did. So so it's been really inspiring um, to learn about each and one of um, the women on the cohort and you know just learn about all the different challenges they're facing you know some of them got kids when working from home through this whole process so we were talking about how that was working um and they had like a little teddy that you know did all the activities of the children mm-hmm. so so it's it's been yeah eye opener and it's massively helped i think especially with what i was planning to talk about or or what my topic was going to be around um this whole experience and speaking to all the different people in this cohort um the shared experience that we're having is actually really helping I think how I'm going to deliver and what I'm going to deliver at the finale Mm. Mm. and um Natasha in your um your response in our in our first piece on cohort number two you talked about um this journey 
um, being something that you want to utilize to inspire other people into into action and I, I guess we're in a we're in a time now where um, a lot of people a lot of businesses are having to reassess how how they and the world works and sort of reimagine a, a new future when we come out of out of this uh, is that is that something that um, you're feeding into what you want to get out of this if we're gonna come out in, into a different world is there the actions that you you want to inspire people into yeah I think as it stands at the moment we're you know we're in a really challenging situation and I think one of the one of the things I mentioned in that article is that it's really important for a future leader to sort of drive forward innovation and, and change and there's you know no time more appropriate than when something really big happens that we actually need to, as you say we need to adapt and and change so I think a lot of what our business and and things that I'm feeding into is around sort of wellness and and how people are how people are doing in this situation you know I personally do like an update every day to just to friends and family just to say like how I'm feeling how I'm doing and it's it's something that I think is really important for people to focus on, not just or oh, what's my output in my job, but actually how are people dealing with this situation because it's unprecedented for us and and it's something that I think a lot of people need to need to realise that it it's not something that people can just easily adapt to and change to and and it's time to to speak out and say actually it's okay to not be okay and. Mm-hmm and try and work through things and th- ways things might be um, be able to be better for people. So I think one of the things that I think is really important now is really just to, to speak out and say, okay, I'm not dealing with this or here's how I am dealing with this and try and in- inspire people to, to, yeah, to know that it's okay to be vulnerable at this time um, and to try and adapt as best they can and, and try and share experiences um, in how you're being able to do that personally. Absolutely. I think um, you're spot on there that it, it is indeed okay to not be okay. And that, you know, if if anything, um, speaking speaking up now and and talking to to people uh, it has never been more more important. You know, we no one is alo- is alone in in this. We're all in it together. Yeah. And it, it's funny because I, I do try and do these daily updates because I do find it really important um, in, in connecting with people and even when I don't feel like I have anything to say that's also fine I'm <laughs> just trying to trying to work through it as best I can at this time yeah excellent Zoe in, in, for you in that piece you talked about um, that a future leader shows the quality of good leadership long before they have the responsibility bespo- bestowed upon them um, now is that time I, su- I suppose so how are how are you um with your with your company and with your peers and with with your your friends and 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 colleagues showing qualities of good leadership throughout this and and why is it important do you think for those leadership skills to be developed and be um put into action right now yeah, it's a really this one I've been thinking about quite a lot um, because I think for me there's danger is probably the wrong word, but I think um, leadership shouldn't just be about what happens in crisis. It should be happening long before that, and 
leadership is about being presented with and then having to deal with those situations that you're not expecting on numerous occasions. Um, I think my thing is that it it should be doing that without compromising your values and ethics and um, all the way through that those have got to shine through. They've got to be they've got to be tested to show their depth, strength and resilience. Um, so I guess, you know, promoting ways of working across, say, the real estate industry that engender collaboration, trust, respect, compassion, empathy, that should be 100% of the time and not just during a crisis. And I think if that is the way that, that we um, deliver and uh, are transparent and how we take people on a journey, then I think that going through these crises don't become easier, but we we know what we're dealing with or um, we're able to have those open conversations at that time because of the groundwork that's been put in before. Um, yeah. And I think I think as well that leadership is never fully formed. It's organic. You're always going to be learning. It's going to be from experience. It's going to be asking questions of mentors and others and learning and listening but I think always at the heart is holding on to your values and ethics yeah I think um you're absolutely right though you know being you never stop learning as a leader and if you if you think you know it all then you are definitely not uh, a, a leader um and we all know a few of those uh, <laughs> <laughs> no comment uh, no comment yeah um Amanda you um you obviously have a have a team that that you lead uh, at night no, Frank, have you found that your um, how you do that has has changed um, because you can't physically be there in the office with them? Or uh, have you have you discovered more about about your team through through this situation? Um, yeah, well, I don't think managing remote teams require a whole new skill set. And as Zoe said, fundamentally, um, your core values should hopefully lead you in the right direction, whether you're doing it remotely or not. Um, I've found that communication has been more difficult purely because body language is always helpful. Um, giving context to a situation is always helpful. I think when you're in the office next to each other, you can see when someone's stressed or having a bad day. Hence, you know, the result of, of the work that day might be completely different. But when you're working remotely, there's there's always, I think, A, the tendency to try and do more um, because you're trying to prove yourself, whether you're a leader or we're working in a team. Um, but then we don't actually see the context around it, like how that person's feeling that day, for instance. I mean, there was one day where I felt very overwhelmed with how to, you know, be be the right leader for my team. And I just laid on the floor for an hour, for example, because that was my way of coping <laughs> with it. But you, you, you don't see that. And then, you know, I got really stressed with everybody. And I, it, at the end of the day, I was like, I need to explain it. I need to explain why I'm being so difficult today yeah you know because we're all humans and and they tend to be able to see it in person but when we're not all together that's when it's difficult they might just think I'm just being a complete you know <laughs> that day you're not allowed <laughs> to say that <laughs> no 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 I wasn't gonna say that but you know I'm trying not to swear in general um yeah I think what I'm trying to do is over communicate right now and um 
make sure that messaging is getting across accurately and correctly and no one misinterprets every anything because that that can be easily done over either a phone call or email and video calls aren't exactly you know going that smoothly and half the time you're going can you hear me can you hear me can you see me um I think that's the first five minutes of every call at the moment but yeah it, it's been I don't think it changes everything you just got to I think communicate way more than you usually do I think that's a that this whole issue around communication is is so important and I think you know that's one of the um, the key elements or if not the key element of, of this program it's about learning how to communicate efficient 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 I can't speak I can't communicate efficiently uh, and um, powerfully and um, engagingly and and inspirationally if that's the word um, and you're absolutely right that in these times when we can't do the sort of um, physical communication, those little things that we show in our in our body language, in our sort of facial ex- expressions, trying to do that virtually is really difficult. So we have to be much better at, at using our words and explaining our emotions and actions. And that that doesn't always come easily to to a lot of people. So um, I think that, you know, all of the um, future female leaders, uh, uh, cohort one and cohort two, I, you know, I, I would I'd say you guys have a real responsibility um, to share share your learnings in, in that and 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 help help others with that. that me, obviously, uh, <laughs> with those communication skills. Um, I guess just to to round us up, I'd I'd love to um just get a little bit of insight from each of you about um what you hope um to deliver um at the end of this this um training. What when you stand up there on stage, it's the end of your ten minutes. What the 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 sort of key achievement for you is 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 going to be, uh, Natasha. Sure. Um, yeah, sure. So I think from a personal perspective, being able to just talk for 10 minutes. I mean, unlike Zoe, I do not have the trouble keeping mine to 10 minutes or shorter. <laughs> so I'm a bit worried about being able to actually speak for that long and speak in an eloquent way without notes, not look nervous, you know, roam the stage, all those things. So from a personal perspective, that will be an amazing achievement. Um, and then in terms of what I hope to achieve from from the talk as a as a whole the topic that I'm speaking on is something that sort of transcends what I do at the moment and it's in a sort of pet project if you like of mine or certainly an interest of mine for a while and I do have a sort of direct message for people who are um, who are listening so I hope that at least some of the people listening take that up and if I can follow through on on that with my you know our company as as it personally and then um, also other companies listening actually take something up then that would be a real achievement and I think it can can make a real difference so I'm hopeful that if I can you know get get through the training and do do a good job in terms of my delivery of my talk and also the content that actually things may potentially um, change so that would be that'd be fantastic. Excellent Amanda. Um, Personally I'm hoping 
that the message that gets across isn't about, you know, just about the current. I want it to be about, you know, for the future, we all have to adapt and change um, the way we are at work and how we, you know, judge each other, should I say. And I think all of us do it to a certain extent, whether we like to admit it or not. Um, People react to situations in different ways. And because I'm talking about emotions at the workplace, it's, it's got to be key that people understand that that affects how you are as a leader and you know how you treat people differently um so so just the the message of you know this is just not a fluffy topic that I would like to talk about you know it does affect everyone and it's unanimous across all industries but at the moment in our industry in real estate unfortunately there has been a stigma that you know, has been going on for years now, um, how people should be. Mm. So um, I, I'm hoping that people don't see it as a fluffy topic and, and it actually resonates with them enough that, you know, they'll take it away and really think about how they are as a leader in the real estate industry. Love it. Uh, Zoe? Yeah, I'm going to pick up on what Amanda said and the sort of uh, what we should be and how we should act I don't I don't think there is one way or another to 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 do these things and I think it's also uh, I think well certainly with uh, myself and Amanda we're not a normal if you like should route into real estate and there are these other types of people other ways of doing things that um, need to shine and need to come forwards to show others that it's possible and to give us that depth and difference within our in our industry um so for me personally with this project apart from um being you know slightly scared about doing this talk I don't I think that's almost uh, as we go through this program with each other not a sideshow because it's still very important but I think there is something that us as a group probably but certainly individually will want to take forward to the industry generally and I think to those that are coming through um (laughs) to quote um Iron Man anything is possible um (laughs) and actually it really is but I think that people need to be shown how and where those opportunities are and where those options are so um, yeah, for me, it's about getting the youngsters. In, in fact, I've been approached to take out um, a GCSE student who doesn't know what she wants to do for her next step for A-levels and university, whether it's law, real estate, HR. I mean, I think she's interested in everything. So it's just give these people um, that the access, I think, take the time to let that happen. And, you know, my company is very happy to be doing that and getting getting that depth I think for our industry I think it absolutely has to be um, a product of this program that we pay it forward that we um, you know this isn't just for for everyone who is involved in this project it absolutely has to be much wider than that we you know if we if we're going to change change the world which I, I really hope we are then we absolutely have to 
showcase what this industry really really is and really really can be and I'm so excited for um, the second series of Future Female Leaders. I'm, I'm so excited to, to, to watch you guys um, progress through it. Uh, I, you know, it's, it's, a, it's sad that we can't do it in, in person for, for now, but that will come. And that final session, just like last year, is I know I'm going to be overwhelmed uh, again and uh, um, will show some emotion, Amanda, I promise. Uh, and it's just going to be an excellent, excellent um, end of end of what's been a, a, a tough year. Um, I have no doubt about that. But for now, thank you so much um, for joining us, Zoe, Amanda and Natasha. And um, do stay safe, stay sane, uh, keep talking, keep communicating. And uh, remember that it's, it's OK not to be OK sometimes. 